He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. There we go. There we go. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you. I was yelling at the mic across the room, I guess. Had the wrong mic button pushed. So, welcome to the Matt Long Show. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 9 o'clock and dedicating your time to this hour. It's important to me, and I I dedicate this hour to you. We've got uh, plenty of things uh, to talk about today. We're going to have Pastor Greg on at the bottom of the hour. Um, I've got, um, we've got a, a local, a, a local organization that has been doing a lot of good for many years, and I'm proud to support who I'm afraid is taking a turn in the wrong direction. Um, and therefore, I'm gonna, I think we're going to do a little bit of calling out on that, on that this morning. Um, but before we get all to that, and oh, would you believe it or not, my uh, all my uh, emails just signed me out. Let's see if I can get back in here. Um, the I'll go over to this box and see what I can come up with um, for the calendar. So um, the Fredericksburg uh, Tea Party is going to be taking a trip to the border. We did this a while back, and I went, and it was a, quite an eye-opener. We had a, a guide at that time who had been working uh, with the uh, uh, on the border for many, many years and was recently retired, and so we had an inside scoop, and that was uh, really awesome that uh, we had that uh, inside scoop. And so they're going to be doing that again. They're going to be going on Saturday the 11th. You need to get a hold of Angela Smith. Um, if you get the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, then you will notice that there is a, um, a, a, a an email for Angela there. And if you want information on uh, uh, carpooling to the border on Saturday the 11th, um, you'll enjoy it. It'll be a good day. Uh, it, we went last time. It was a lot of great visiting on the way down and on the way back, and we got to make fun of, uh, let's see, who was it was driving we got to make fun of? Somebody's driving we got to make fun of. Um, so that's always uh, uh, that's always uh, part of the, the game, too. And uh, we had several meals together. Actually, I believe we had two big meals together. And uh, that's always a good time spent um, around a table full of food, visiting with uh, good friends. And so... If you want to go join us on Saturday the 11th on the border, then open up your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, and there is a link there to get hold of Angela. So, and let her know, and she will give you the details on that. So, that's the big thing on the calendar. Um, I want to mention something. I was listening to uh, Harley in his last segment going over the uh, votes, going over the um, amendments. And uh, my line has been, <clears throat> my line has been,
My line has been, uh, from the beginning, has been yes on one and three and no on the rest. And it was very interesting that I've been getting some pushback on one, on uh, Proposition 1, coming from some people that kind of surprised me. And uh, the, 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 I heard a presentation about big farms, about giant farms, and uh, coming in. And uh, we're, we, that's something we've always been aware of. We've heard about them. They've come in. They've, you know, taken over corn in Kansas. And, and, and that's something we're all familiar with. They're always going to be with us. Um, and they're, that, that's a part of, yeah, they're always going to be with us. And we should have the ability to regulate them to a certain extent. Um, and uh, so that's the biggest fear on this uh, House Bill one, well, I have to tell you that there is a, um, those who are for House Bill 1 um, have been having a hard time, time coming up. Why, to me, this was all about just this, this is a natural right, okay? And uh, so, but what is going on that would make this, uh, this, this right now this way? And so there was a um, <laughs> there was a sign uh, that I saw at Dutchman's uh, here in Fredericksburg, and my wife took a picture of it because I didn't, and I am now having a hard time even finding the picture she took. But apparently, what happened, uh, what is going on, and what uh, the reason that uh, folks want this um, to pass is because of local ordinances, examples of local ordinances where you have property, where you have ranch and farmland up against non-ranch and farmland. And, uh, you know, a lot of people who move there here from the city or from uh, that have never been out, uh, you know, in the country or not familiar with what goes on in ranches and farms. For example, animals do reproduce. Um, apparently, there was a, a city ordinance attempted somewhere in Texas where the um, they <laughs> they wanted to block off one farmer's uh, field, one rancher's field, because it was offensive to the visitors that where they were able to um, <clears throat> witness the uh, reproduction uh, methods of uh, cattle, and uh, they were really offended by that. And so apparently there was a city that wanted to um, that wanted to uh, make sure that you put up a fence around that you had some privacy for your cows. I, I kid you not. Um, another city, apparently the, uh, when the, the rancher would put the hay out, if the cattle didn't eat all the hay, one of the neighbors, one of the people, one of the, um, uh, people complained that, uh, leaving all the hay out like that was very tacky. These are the kinds of things that apparently are, are happening. And, uh, so that is, um. Man, I could have I could have sworn I uh, downloaded that picture onto my phone, but I didn't. Hey, honey, if you're listening, send that uh, picture to me again, and uh, I'll get to talk about it in the uh, fourth quarter. So, 
that uh, I'm still a yes on one and a yes on three and no to all the rest. Let's see if this was came up. Nope, that's not it. Um, the next um, uh, LIA uh, Liberty in Action meeting is going to be November 8th. And so I'll get you more details on that as we get closer. That was the text I just got in. You might have heard the ding in the background. You know, many of your local organizations, including the Fredericksburg Tea Party and We the People Liberty in Action, will send you text messages if you sign up and keep you up to date on what's going on. All right, um, we are going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. Y'all stay tuned. 100% He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. The um, I, uh, my wife, thank you, dear, uh, sent me the um, flyer I got. Uh, the flyer that uh, she had seen. It was up at Dutchman's uh, Market, which, by the way, uh, I man, were those guys awesome during COVID? You know, my wife has uh, is in charge of five group homes. Um, uh, these are for adults and. Um, when she would go to the grocery store during the scarcity of products and people would see her loading up her basket, she all but had to put a sign on her back that said, I'm buying for five homes. Well, Dutchman's Market took care of her during that time. And uh, so she is now ever loyal to Dutchman's and uh, they get um, the five homes now buy all of their meat from Dutchman's. And that was because Dutchman's came out with a helping hand during the COVID when um, we had um, three, four, five, 20 people to feed outside of our home in five homes. And um, so anyway, this uh, flyer's up at Dutchman's. And uh, it is uh, put out by the Texas Farm Bureau. And they're saying vote yes on Prop 1. And then they give a bunch of examples. Now, what is disappointing to me is that they do not name names. Now, I'm thinking they might. I, I Would they make this up? I, I guess they could. Would they? I don't know. They could make it up, all of it. Um, I So I'm a little disappointed. But I want to tell you what this has to do with cities overreaching, regulatory overreach by cities against agriculture. Um, The first one, um, a farmer purchased 70 acres of farmland in a city to grow organic vegetables. After purchasing the property, the city informed the farmer that their zoning did not allow agricultural use of the property in the future. The farmer filed for a zoning variance and was denied. I have one question I'd want to ask. Was that rezoned after he bought the land? All right. It doesn't have that in there. Was this property, the purchaser of this property, did he actually know what he was buying? 
All right, maybe what he bought wasn't going to be allowed that already, but I don't know. But So that one I am a little sus- suspect of. Uh, here we go. This I'm not suspect of this because this sounds perfect. The city ordinance says no grass is allowed to be over 12 inches without any exceptions for agricultural use. So the city found a farmer in violation on his 25-acre hayfield and his cattle pasture. Here's another. A farmer was harvesting corn, and the local police told him that it was illegal due to the dust. A uh, city mowed down a 70-acre sundagrass crop, sundagrass, sundagrass crop, even when the farmer had permission to grow the crop. The city mowed it because the residents of a subdivision complained it was too tall. Um, a city has completely prohibited any agricultural use of land through zoning. Um, here's a city only allows barbed wire fencing in areas uh, zoned light industrial. All others required submitting a request. Um, some cities that are right next to one another have completely different buffer zones for vegetation height. Um, here's the one I mentioned earlier. A city told a farmer that the hay left on the ground in a pasture after livestock had consumed the bale is considered unsightly and a violation of city ordinance. The city requires the farmer to rake it up and dispose of it. And then here's the last one that uh, caught uh, all of us by surprise. A city has banned the public mating of livestock. To comply with the ordinance, farmers and ranchers must build a structure that would that would prevent any public viewing of that activity. Heaven forbid you have any opportunity to... Um, teach your kids about the birds and the bees, right? Um, so these are the reasons that um, uh, that uh, Farm Bureau has said to vote yes on Prop 1. These are stories I have not ever heard of any one of them. <coughs> not a, a city was named. I think they made a mistake by not naming uh, where this happened because we've got no way to find out if it's true or not. And by the way... Um, did you know it's not against the law to lie to you in a political flyer? It is not against the law for someone to lie to you in a political flyer. It is not against the law for someone to lie to you in an advertisement on the radio. All right, a political, it's not against the law for someone to lie to you. And, and and so just because it's printed out and handed out on a flyer or you get it in the mail or you hear it on the radio, there's no law. There's no law against it. In fact, there's no law against me lying to you on this program. None whatsoever. I count on your trust and I count on the folks that that know me. And four and a half years here on the air, have have I lied yet? Have I made mistakes? Yes. I have walked back some things. In fact, when was it? Um, I think uh, last Thursday I said something as I was going off the air, and it was incorrect. Um, It wasn't a lie. Um, It was incorrect. If you wanted to get real nasty, you could say, well, he lied on Thursday. Um, I didn't. uh, So I came in on Friday, and at the beginning of the show, I corrected what I had said at the end of the show on Thursday. But because someone wrote it down tells you a nice tale doesn't mean it is the truth and it doesn't have to be you know that's one of the things that's frustrating me a lot with um well it's not frustrating 
But uh, people talk about, well, Biden's been lying. He lied to us about all the times he told the press that he didn't have any business with his son. You can't sue somebody for that. You you can't you can't charge him for lying to the public. That that's not against the law. It's just not. So getting frustrated that a a politician lies to you is kind of like getting mad because the water made you wet. I guess the best I could come up with. Um, Getting upset because a politician lies to you is like getting mad at the lake because you got wet when you got in it. I that That's where we're at. So the uh, Farm Bureau note that came out in support of Prop 1, um, it could be all a whole bunch of hokum, all uh, designed for you to uh, vote yes on one so that giant farms will have the ability to take over um, uh, the state of Texas. Um, in order for that to happen, people have to actually sell their land to the giant farms. There has to be, there is, they don't just come in and just start farming on everybody's land and take over. Someone has to sell it to them. Someone has to buy that land for these giant farms. And by the way, Prop 1 also contains, I believe, three lines. I don't have it in front of me anymore because I had not planned at all to talk about Prop 1 until I was driving in and listening to Harley. But uh, there are three lines, I believe, in Prop 1 in the law itself, not the proposition, in the law itself that says that the state retains the right to regulate certain aspects of ranching and farming all right so it's not a carte blanche uh, carte blanche or whatever you call it um uh, uh, prop one is not a you're free to do whatever on you want on your land period no exceptions to that there are three i believe three lines where it says that the state of uh, texas still reserves the right to regulate certain parts um, and so that is, um, that's where we're going to leave that folks. We need to take a short break. And, uh, when we get back, we're going to have pastor Greg on the line. Um, I'll just tell you one more time that, uh, my, uh, recommendations on the props are yes on one and three and, uh, no on the rest. Uh, we'll be right back. Pastor Greg just called in. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. We're having some bizarre phone things, so let me see if I have, uh, see if Pastor Greg is on there with us now. Do we have Pastor Greg on the line? We do. All right, sorry I had to hang up on you. I wasn't getting anything. Are we good to go on your end? Because I am live on the air. I'm, I'll bring you in right now. Give me, uh, give me, give me, give me two, two shakes of a lamb's tail. All right. There we go. <laughs> go for it. Uh, that's what we'll do. Two shakes of a lamb's tail. Are you ready? Here yes, we go. Yes, sir. Go for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there we go. That lamb is uh, must really be asleep this morning. I think it's the cold. The cold is. Uh, I think so. Yeah, is I think so. Keeping that lamb's tail. There you we know go. you can do your tithing and love offering right from your computer. Visit www.chosengenerationradio.com to support Chosen Generation and make a tax-deductible donation. Now back to Chosen Generation with Pastor Greg. Oh, boy, let me tell you something. Uh, I, I, I think there is. There's a, there's a whole, lot of, whole lot of that thing uh, sleeping this morning, Matt, is, is what's going on. I've had, uh, had some very interesting things happen. I did my first hour was on Israel. Okay. And, uh, and, I, and I had all kinds of technical uh, uh, issues, and then we were exposing the whole issue of Halloween with Ken Thornburg. And, 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 and again, the whole, the whole thing, but I think we're, I think we're square now. Great to be with you. Good Always. to be with Matt Long and the Matt Long show on the Hill Country Patriot radio, joining the Children generation radio network. Good to be with you, brother. Always is. I love we're, we're nationwide on Tuesday mornings and I love that. And, you know, I have to say, I heard some talk about this, this, uh, over the weekend, that we all are, most of us are willing to say there's a God and he's alive and he's a moving among us, but how many people are willing to say there is a Satan, he is alive and he is moving among us? That is a much harder thing for people to say out loud. And um, sometimes when uh, a lot of these glitches, when we're talking about things that are real and have meaning and are going against Satan's plan, I'm I, I'm a believer that uh, that uh, he's alive and well and roaming around and ready to devour like a lion. So it doesn't surprise me at all that we have technical issues when we're going to talk about this, these kinds of things. Absolutely, I'm I'm on I'm on you and I you are in are in in total agreement with regards to that. And I think unfortunately we 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 think about it and everybody says oh he's just a toothless lion folks if 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 he was a toothless lion then we wouldn't have sex trafficking we wouldn't have the the murders uh, we we wouldn't have people overdosing on on fentanyl we wouldn't have children uh, whose minds and and bodies are being perverted and mutilated openly in public um and and it being encouraged and then hidden from their parents I mean, I mean, these are these are facts. These this is these are these are not conspiracy theories. These are facts. Yeah, we're watching. young 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 girls, twelve, thirteen years old, that are being taken in by doctors and 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 healthy body parts cut out. Mm. You know, Chloe Cole tells her story. Yeah, mutilated. Yeah. Yep, I did a great interview with her, by the way, folks. You can go back to my podcasts and find my interview with Chloe Cole. It's a heartbreaker. It's a heartbreaker, but it ends with joy, Pastor Greg. That was one of the questions Amen. I could see, the joy on her face uh, that was even there after going through all of this. Let's let's get to our topic because I am we've got a we've got all of these um pro-Palestinian um riots uh, going on across the country and across the world. They are mind-blowing to anybody that has any uh, hint of history of or an understanding where our planet has been 
uh, uh, under situations like this before and the, the complete destruction of the of Israel and the Jewish people. And yet there is this idea that here in the United States, and I'm going to probably get some hate mail for this, that those students have a First Amendment right to speak out and say those nasty things. Would you pull me back from uh, from that cliff, Pastor Greg? No, absolutely. I, I, I definitely would. Uh, I would. I would certainly pull you back. Um, that uh, you know, here's here, here's the issue. Yes, we have free speech in America. Now, the the and 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 people are are welcome to say things that we may well disagree with. I think you begin to cross the line when the individuals that you're dealing with have declared have literally declared war on our country. Mm-hmm. And and so I I think that that becomes the issue. So, um, it's, and so if, if they, if they're not threatening anything now, I know a lot of them are here. We're hearing that from the river to the sea, by the way, if you don't know what that means, that, uh, from the river to the sea means no more Israel period, not any Israel and no more Jews. That's when you hear that from the river to the sea, I don't think a lot of people know what that means, especially our young kids. That That is actually calling for death and destruction. Is that covered under the First Amendment, Pastor Greg? Do you think calling for the death of, of, of individuals or a group of people, is that covered speech under the First Amendment? It, it, I, I think that it walks right up against the very edge of it, there are, like, for example, here in Texas, if you threaten to kill someone, that's considered assault. Okay. If, if, if you, if, if you get into an argument with your neighbor and, and you say, I'm going to kill you, okay. um, that's considered assault here in Texas. Okay. And so I would suggest then that in violation of the law, you've, you, you've crossed the line. Okay. Um, when you have an entity and, and this becomes the issue when you have an entity like Hamas who has said their goal, their stated goal, Number one, as you said, you know, to the sea, which means from from uh, the the, the river it, there. Is it the Jordan River? Yeah, from the Jordan River all the way to the sea. Well, you take, I mean, from the Jordan River to the sea, that's it. There isn't anything else left. Right. So, so you are talking about the elimination. Of, of Israel and the Israeli people. Now, someone may say, well, you know, but yeah, they, they can all live. Where they live in peace, where there is peace, is where the Israelis have, have um, control of both areas. That's where there's peace. Yeah. 
when Hamas is in charge, there is no peace. Uh, let me um, just just to, to to kind of back that up. Um, if I can get to it very quickly here. Uh, here we go. Let me share this piece with 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 our audience really quick. They dream about us in their sleep. How beautiful. They care about how we are oppressed by the evil Zionist Israelis, while, in fact, those evil Zionist Israelis are the ones giving us jobs. You need to know that I am a textbook Palestinian Jordanian. I have relatives who are in jail for terrorist charges. I have relatives in the Palestinian Authority. I have relatives who are in Hamas. I have relatives who are in the Palestinian intelligence, in the Palestinian job, and in the family, yes, their family has had martyrs who died killing Israelis, and we have also martyrs who were killed by Hamas. We can't grant us justice by denying justice to our Jewish neighbors. They are our neighbors. Half a million Palestinians every single day cross the borders to work in Israeli settlements, in Israeli homes, in Israeli hospitals. They work there achieving European standard payments versus the non-payments of the Palestinian Authority. While you guys are obviously caring for us in good intentions, but your judgment is very cloudy. Unfortunately, most of you are seeking to destroy the very and only source of income and stability that we have, which is the Israel, Israeli Jewish state. I disagree with Israel. So there you go. Now that's that's coming directly from a, a gentleman who I think would would have a pretty good case to tell us what's really going on over there, Matt. And again, understand too that what we're what what we're seeing on our university right now is a mirror of, uh, but at, and at a whole other level of what we saw in nineteen in the nineteen sixties with the student movement that David Horowitz writes about. He was a part of that mm-hmm. and realized what they were actually trying to do, which was to destroy the United States of America and came out of it and began exposing it. And, uh, and there's some great information out there, and you've talked about it. It's called the Red, Green, Black Axis. Yes, I have. It's been a few years, but yes, I have talked about that. Well, that, that is what this is. And so the question that I would ask you is, as a, from a free speech perspective is, is should we allow, should we have on our streets those that are, that are specifically working to, to destroy our country, hmm. our crimes against our nation by foreign entities to be allowed in a state of war on our streets? That's a good question. And if I were to say, okay, I agree with you, let's just go down this path and say, all right, we shouldn't, we shouldn't allow this. What do we do with uh, the next um, um, big rally at Columbia or some other university? How do you then enforce that idea, or is it enforceable? What do you round them up? Do you what? 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 What's the answer? 
I think the answer is something that, that, that many Americans are going to struggle with. Um, and, and, and even people who, who are, who are, you know, on our side mm-hmm. are, are going to struggle with that, but they've brought the war to our shores. Mm-hmm. They've brought the war here. Yeah. And the question then that you have to ask yourself is, you know, are, 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 do you want them coming into your home and doing to you what was done to the Israelis on October the 7th? Mm, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure you saw the video of the four Jewish students in the library uh, with the pallet, with the uh, pri- rioters out there, 50 or more, trying <laughs> to bust down the window yep. and the glass and, and beating uh, beating themselves up against the windows and the glass. And I'm thinking, is this a case of uh, the dog chasing the car? And would had they all got in there, would they have gone, whoa, what do we do now? Or do you think they would have gotten, if they had gotten in, do you think it would have been the beating of, of the four is, uh, Jewish uh, students that were in there? What I mean, we can't tell what could have happened, but it was very scary. Well, let, let's ask ourselves this. Let's ask ourselves this. Candace Owen experienced this. Mm-hmm. Milo Yiannopoulos experienced this. Let's not forget that not that not ten years ago, we were having these kinds of conversations, and and these kinds of real events were taking place. Uh, ben Shapiro experienced this. Right. Let's not forget that the that 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 these kinds of things happened on college campuses when these speakers came to try to speak. To the point that the colleges began to tell the speakers, "You can't come because of the violence that's going to happen if you're here." Yeah, we right. can't protect you. Riley Gaines, Riley Gaines, um, absolutely and, ran for her life. Yeah, Andy No, Andy No, who when they when yep. someone uncovered him in Portland, man, he was beaten within an inch of his life, and I think that. Yep. His uh, his the people who beat him, I think, got away with it. I think the trial ended recently, and all the charges were dropped. I believe I could be wrong, but I think that is the latest news on the Andy No case in Oregon. Well, there was another one in Austin. There were two two of of, of the free speech people that were walking away who had, had had been a part of trying to quell the Antifa issue. And somebody ran up on one of them, and I can't—I I can't remember his name right now. I'm, I'm yep. still got to research that. Um, but I had—I had the girlfriend of one of the guys on my show uh, several years ago because they were also a part. Uh, the guy and that girl were a part of going over to Hong Kong and helping the Hong Kong protesters in protesting against the CCP. But at any rate. They ran up behind that guy and shot him in the back of the head. And the person who did that, I, I don't think that, that they have faced consequences for their actions. So I don't think I didn't I don't think we can come up with an answer. I think what you said that this is going to be ugly. It's going to be difficult. Um, and it's yeah, it, this is not going to be easy. And as soon as one of these and someone gets killed or more than one or three or four Jewish students are literally beat to death, I'm not sure that we're going to, that there's going to be any movement to stop 
what's going on at the campuses. You just, man, folks, make sure your kids are not participating in this. If you've got kids in college, talk to them. Get them on the phone. Uh, make sure that they're not engaged in this, and, and that is so important. Pastor Greg, last thought. Well, and be mindful, yeah. Go ahead. Well, just, just yeah. You know, we've talked before on the program, Matt, about discernment and how critically important Holy Spirit discernment is going to be in the midst of all of this. Uh, and and there's so much disinformation that I believe is coming out right now. Even well-meaning Christians talking about, well, Israel's not important, and 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 it's all, uh, you know, it, it, it's all changed, and and all of this stuff. God doesn't change who He is, and He doesn't change His character, and He hasn't changed His love for Israel and the people the Israeli people, the Jewish people, that's never changed. Mm. It, it's from Old Testament to New Testament, it's never changed, including the book of Revelation that talks about uh, the, the, the two prophets that will rise up out of Israel to bring Israel to Christ. Mm. And we need to pray for salvation for all of our friends there and, and for everyone in that nation. We need to pray protection over them. We need to pray unity. And and we need to pray for our nation over here that we will turn back to God and seek Jesus Christ and, and that we will be the fire of revival individually. Mm. You and I, we're the fire. We carry the fire of revival in us if we carry him, his presence, and the Holy Ghost. We're the change. Pastor Greg, and I just you 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 always do such a great finish that there's a great wrap up. There's there's just nothing I can ever say, but you you speak complete truth. And thank you thank you for having this discussion with me today and joining us on the Hill Country Patriot. God bless you, Matt. God bless the Hill Country of Texas. Let's light a fire revival right here in our own backyard. All right, thank you, sir. All right, there you go from Pastor Greg, a question that uh, deserves a little bit of discussion, a little bit of discussion, and that's what we just had, and uh, maybe you can continue that discussion in your house, because is I, I, there's not a direct answer to this. This is a, we're caught in a very, I think we're caught in a very strange place right now. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Fighting the good fight. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Man, did you just hear that in the Hill Country? Trick-or-treating in the upper 30s tonight. Woo! That's some cold trick-or-treating. Um, probably not the night to go into uh, some uh, skimpy outfit when you send your kids out. You know, maybe uh, send them out as, um, you know, bears or pigs or something like that. You can add a lot of uh, insulation to them. But, uh, man, trick-or-treating in the upper 30s, boy, that won't take long. Um, 
it's been a few years since we've had some trick-or-treaters, but we get ready every year. Um, my wife bought candy last week to get ahead of the game, and uh, she found out yesterday it was just all gone. We don't know what happened to it. I I, I have no idea what happened. I think the cats ate it late at night, something. It just disappeared. Um, and so she bought more yesterday, and um, it's about half of it will be available tonight. I'm I'm a junkie when it comes to chocolate. I confess, um, I I cannot hold myself back from chocolate. Um, so anyway, something real quick I want to bring up. Um, one of the topics I had for today, we're going to talk about tomorrow, um, and uh, this is important. I I want to hit on this. If there's a charity that um, has been doing a lot of great work and a charity that you've given money to, and it's a local charity. We're just going to, this is a big what if, okay? A big what if. What if a local charity that you know the pe- you know the people who work there, you know the people who run it, you know what they've done in the past, all the good things they've done in the past. What if this charity starts, what if this charity takes a turn um, that is uh, not so good anymore? Um, and how do you deal with that when you see a charity that is, well, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I want you to think about that, uh, to, uh, overnight. How, how do you deal with a local charity that you've had lots of faith and trust in, but are taking a wrong turn? Another quick thing. Um, and pastor Greg and I briefly talked about this, I believe two weeks ago, It is coming up more. I want to discuss it at length, but I want to throw this idea out to you again for you to think about. Like this free speech uh, discussion we had today, it is not as cut and dried as you would think it is. If you're an absolute free speecher or if you are a, say, look, these guys are enemies of the state. Do we allow them to continue this? Whatever your position is, That's not an easy defense to make on either side. So here's another one that's not an easy defense to make of, but I think there's some truth to it. I believe it came from John Locke. I'm going to try to do dig back into one of my, into some of my John Locke books tonight to see if I can find this. But uh, there's been a lot of talk about the rules of war. And you heard these uh, interviewers, uh, these, uh, spokespeople yesterday up at the Capitol, um, the uh, uh, press were asking them, well, what if is, is Israel going to join, uh, uh, going to follow the rules of war? There is a rule of war that I have, uh, that I believe came from John Locke, and it says this, that the country, that the, the, the rule for the war is set by the instigator. So the person who made the attack, they're the ones who set the rules. And the rules that the Palestinian, that Hamas set, was women and children, anything goes. That was the rules they defined. They had no respect for women and children. In their attack, Do does Israel have to follow a different set of rules? than the rules they follow? That's a question that I think is worthy of discussion. 
with all of this heaviness on, and I started this yesterday, was in Philippians 4, and I may just, you know, I may just read this quite regularly. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and that would be Paul and Timothy in this case, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Folks, uh, y'all stay tuned, and um, yeah, Lorraine will be here any second now.